Welcome to the S-Files, sponsored by Service Wisconsin, Wisconsin's National Community Service Board. I'm your host, Kyle Flower, Communications and Government Affairs Officer for Serve Wisconsin. S-Files is your look into the impacts and stories of AmeriCorps members and volunteers serving throughout the state of Wisconsin. Each episode, we'll be digging into their service stories, or S-Files, to learn about the people and programs whose service is meeting critical needs across Wisconsin and enriching the lives of the people and communities they serve. In this episode, we are speaking with Kara Jorgensen, who is about to finish her second term as an AmeriCorps member with Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee Club Corps. So, Kara, how are you doing today? I'm awesome. How about you? Doing great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Kara, could you start off by telling us a little bit about your AmeriCorps service with the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee's Club Corps program? Yeah. So... This is my second year of AmeriCorps. I found out of AmeriCorps through a camp that I'm at, Camp Wickham Mason out in Heartland. And my old teacher used to come out and talk to me and she got me to camp. So through camp, I learned about AmeriCorps and it's super cool to be a part of it. It's a little bit of everything really. So it's life skills and survival skills and helping out our youth of greater tomorrow. That's wonderful. And then Kara, could you tell us what your day-to-day service looks like? Yeah, so in the springtime, we have community groups. So groups of school field trips and community groups of like religions and schools and communities just out in the local area. So that will be a day of canoeing and team building and sometimes our new high challenge course. That's also in fall. And then with summertime, when camp season hits, Day-to-day is programming for our campers. So this year I was a ABL specialist that is adventure-based learning up on that high ropes course. So I did a lot of stuff in the air. So you were chosen to be one of the people that got to lead people on the new ropes course, the new challenge course this year. How did you get chosen to do that and be one of the people that were being the leaders? So in the off season, before we had that course open up to the public, I got up there to get trained because it's like, well, why not? It's going to have to have. Up on that course, I was super comfortable. Everyone else got a little bit nervous and I was just up there hanging out, chilling, having a grand old time. And they're like, we need an ABL person. Do you want to be it? And I'm like, sure, why not? Let's do it. And it's been really, really fun. That's wonderful. You're having a blast up there the day I got to see. Oh, yeah. It's super fun up there. I love it up there. And I got to see you in action about a week ago when I was at camp. And the new course is incredible. So kind of walk through some of the things you do with the kids while you're running them through the challenge course. So at the course, we all start out by getting on our safety gear because safety is very important up on that high challenge course. We start out by putting on their harnesses and safety equipment of helmets. And then we have a smart snap system. So that is what keeps our campers safe up on that course to make sure that they are locked in and they're all good to go. After that, we go through ground school. So ground school is getting to know that smart snap system on the ground before they're up in the air to have to do it by themselves. And then they get up in the air to do elements and a zip line. So it's super fun. Yeah, it looked incredible up there. And there's multiple layers of obstacles and things for them to go through. When going through it, how long are the kids usually up there at a time? We have a two-hour session with our groups. So our first hour is that safety talk of ground school and making sure that they're all good to go. That can vary by group size, but then they have about an hour or a little over an hour up on the course itself. 
That's wonderful. Do you remember roughly how many challenge activities are there for them to do up on the course? 22, I believe, for the total. You can have 18, because I did count, 18 on one level and 18 on another level for the elements alone. So then another three people on our dino jump, two on the zip line, and then we have two auto belay rock balls. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. And so going through the course, how is that helping kids navigate fear of heights or not being so sure how they can do the activities? Yeah, so we are up there with them, but they're out there traversing the course by themselves. We're up there in case they need any help, so we can go out and assist them should they get stuck on a platform on a key somewhere, if they get caught up in the ring keys, which happens a lot, actually. And then we help them get over that fear of heights, because that is a true thing up there on the course, because it can be pretty scary up there for some campers. And with that, it is a challenge by choice. So challenge by choice is you are a self-guided journey to have yourself go out there. It's not peer pressure. It's what do you feel comfortable doing? Some people will get up there and say, okay, that was it. That's enough for me. And they go back down. All right, cool. You got up there. You faced your fears. That's okay. Other times they'll get up there and they'll give it a try and they'll have their friends help them out and they'll get over it. And it's just really cool to see how different people can progress through. Week one was pretty scary for many campers, but then as summer went on, they got more and more confident. So it was super awesome to see. That's wonderful. And so are the kids up there for more than one week at a time or are there new kids each week? It all varies by who registers for the week. It is a like week long term. Our LATs, our leaders in training, they'll get two weeks of a session for summer. And it is about a once a week thing for our campers. So we've had campers come one week. We've had campers come all 10 weeks. It all varies. That's wonderful. And I think the camp also has kids that are there for overnight for the week. And then you have kids that are there for the day camp experience. Yeah. So we have a really cool 300 acre side of renting out our lodges on one side. We can have groups come and stay overnight. We've had big fundraising events, and then we have an overnight and a day camp. Yep. So overnight stays for that week, lawn and cabins with their genders and with their ages, respectively. And then day camp is like a daycare, I think, about having come in the day, come in the morning, leave in the evening, and for a week long. So they're both a week long. It's really fun. That's wonderful. Since you are one of the people leading on the challenge course, do you have your own group of campers you particularly have during the week? Or are you just working with all of the campers as they cycle through? Personally, myself, I just kind of get everybody. Other specialists in other areas, so like our arts and crafts people, they rover. So rovering is if you're not at your program space, you are out doing time with their cabin. So you get a cabin assigned to you. That's nice. But I have a feeling since everybody comes through the challenge course, you're going to be up there, up top all summer, really. Pretty much. Yeah. I get to see day camp and overnight camp as well. So it's really fun. And so when you were up there, what are some of the favorite obstacles you had to go through? I love them all. I got up when the course was first out there. So I was a first person on there and it was just so much fun to me. There is no really standout favorite because I do them all so often, but I like them all. That's nice. So when you get down, how often are you going down the stairs or jump and how often are you ziplining your way down? Ziplining isn't as often because that takes a few people. That's not a one-man show as we have that ladder team down at the base of the zipline. Stairs are pretty often. Sometimes if it's in a rush to get down, I'll hop on that dino jump to lay myself down, but there's many ways to do it. There's many ways to do it. That was the cool part. The thing is like there was a ton of ways that they could do whatever they wanted to do and whatever challenge they wanted to face. Yeah. And then the challenge course opened up this year, correct? Yep. 
so you were one of the first people to go up there and so you've been leading folks on the course since it opened this spring. Yep. Since April. Nice. So your service, I'm guessing, was a little different before the course opens. What were you doing last fall and during the spring during this year term? So last fall, I got to learn about orienteering. So that is how to use a compass. And then that was really fun. Besides that, it was just kind of canoeing, team building, shelter building, fire building. Spring was really fun as well. Spring, we have a lumberjack month. So we got to teach fourth graders about Wisconsin history. So tapping maple trees and cutting your own wood cookies and then identifying red pines versus white pines. So that's really cool. And then as you get more and more after that March, ropes course picked up and we've been doing that. And so during the school year part, during the fall and the spring, are folks coming out like as field trips during the day? Or are they mainly coming out over the weekends? It's primarily during the day for school trips and stuff. Some weekend groups, yes, but primarily during the week. Have you been living at camp then the whole year? I can send myself to yes. However, I do live locally, so I just drive back and forth. Oh, nice. That makes it really easy to make it back and forth, especially during yep. the off season. This is your second term. And so last summer, you started your first term. So what did you do as part of your macro service last summer at camp? So last summer, I was a day camp counselor. So pretty much I went around with a new group of kids each week and went around to different areas and created my own schedules for my kiddos. Wonderful. Roughly how many kids were you working with each week? About 10 to 20, I believe. Yeah. And then I know that when I got to see you up on the course last week, that the campers were not calling you Kara, they were calling you Spirit. So can you explain why you have the name Spirit and the whole nickname piece of the campers? Yeah, so... As youth are protected, our staff are also protected to like not have our campers look us up to it kind of is that staff protection. Each person gets their own camp name, which is really kind of fun. It is a meaningful to you or you earned it or you picked it out in some way. So mine as spirit is a really, really fun name to me because I rode horses for 11 years. So they're like, oh, have you seen this movie the spirit movie. And I'm like, yes. And they're like, that's your name. And I'm like, okay. So it's really cool to me as it is such a open to interpretation name. Is it about the horse? Is it about my personality? Is it about me guiding my youth throughout their career here? So that's really fun. That's wonderful. That's a great way of doing that. And I was wondering why everyone had their nicknames. That's a great explanation of that. You mentioned that you first decided to serve as an AmeriCorps member because you had an experience with a, a teacher, you said, or? Yeah, so my high school study hall supervisor works here and reached out to school saying, hey, we're looking for people to do our summer, which was last year. And the office lady came out and found me and I knew our office lead and came in for an interview as an office assistant and The camp director, Nala, or Sarah, as you might know her, saw me, met me, and she was like, yeah, no, you are not becoming an office assistant. You have the knowledge, but you'd be way better as a counselor. And I'm so glad she did that because it has been so much fun, and I love it. It's so great. So did you grew up relatively close to camp? Did you ever go to camp as a kid? Not to this camp. I was a Girl Scout camper, so I went out to Girl Scout camps. I've done leadership camps, but no, I came here to staff, and it's great. That's wonderful. And then, so what brought you back to serve for the full year this year? 
So camp is magical. And camp stays with you throughout your life once you meet it, I think. So with that, summer was so much fun for me. And I was not ready to be done with camp. And I'm like, no, I don't want to let go of my magic. And so I went out to the local schools, local community college. And I stayed. And I'm like, I want to see the off season. And it's fun. That's wonderful. So you're able to serve during the school year, you're able to serve and then be a student at the same time. Yep. And so it just worked out well with the schedule overall. Yeah. So in springtime, I kind of flex my schedule for school a little bit more. But yes, to have that not full day of classes and kind of have that flex schedule between camp and school, it's really, really nice to me. And so looking back at your last two terms with AmeriCorps, with Boys and Girls Club, what have been some favorite memories you have or some stories that you could highlight from your service for us? My favorite memories would be just having that growth. So seeing campers grow, having me grow as a blooming butterfly in a way. So at first I was a caterpillar shutting out, not knowing what I was doing really. And then now here I am leading people in a specialized program. Favorite memories would be getting hugs from camp for my first summer. Like I was super cool to him. And then it's just all, it's the little things that like please me. So it's all the little things that add up, whether it be us doing s'mores and getting a s'more or trying doughboys this year. People loving their doughboys or doing the campfires. It's all been very, very fun. That's wonderful. Okay, now I'm going to have to ask, what's a doughboy? So a doughboy is pretty much a Pillsbury Crescent Roll wadded up in cinnamon and sugar onto a stick. And it's a very, like, sweet dessert. Oh, that sounds delicious. I've, I've had those before, and they're really fun for folks to get to cook over the fire. Yeah. Looking forward, so your America term is about to end. What are your plans for next year once your AmeriCorps term gets over at the end of August? So next year, I already signed over. So I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing and keep serving what's greater than me and keep doing it because I love it. That's wonderful. Thank you much for serving again. Of course. And then has your service at camp held lead to any idea about anything, skills or any ideas you want to bring with that into the post-camp world? Post-camp world is kind of scary because I love camp so much and like it's its own magical bubble. But I've been told I should be a teacher and work with the youth. It's really fun. So teaching. I've been also told about REI, which is a camping outdoor company. Can teach people out on camping trips. So teaching them how to be like survival skills. I've considered outdoor education from camp knowledge and careers. So and the cool part is that the camp experience will give you a lot of skills you can bring with you into whatever future you go into. Mm-hmm. It's great. Why knowledge from such a little thing? Yeah. Well, Kara, I just want to say thank you so very much for your AmeriCorps service over the last two years and making a difference for folks so much at camp. Thanks for having me. So happy to have you join us. And then good luck with your next term. And I hope you have a wonderful time leading all the campers on new adventures in your role as spirit over the next year. Thank you. Well, thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. And thank you again to Kara for sharing about her AmeriCorps service at the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee Club Corps program and giving us another story we can file under service. Thank you for tuning in to the S-Files podcast, produced by Serb Wisconsin, 
I'm your host, Kyle Clower. Your producer is Hannah Daniker. And as always, a big thank you to everyone that serves here in Wisconsin. Remember, the S and S file stands for service. And you are the reason we have so many great stories to highlight. Tune in next time for another page pulled from the S-Files.